Hey friends, thanks for joining me on the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Kate Taylor, and I'm so glad you're here today. Last week, we talked about spiritual burnout with Ben and our small group pastor, Dane Skipper, uh, and they gave us some great practical things to consider if you feel like you're burned out spiritually. So if you hadn't had a chance to listen to that, I highly recommend go check it out. Well, this week we're starting a new series, and I want us to dive into some instances we have in the Gospels where Jesus healed people. We all have someone in our life that we know is dealing with a sickness, or maybe even ourselves. we're dealing with that. And I wanted to bring some encouragement for us today, and so let's get started on the Not About Me podcast. Well, sickness, diseases, and emergency situations can affect us all. It doesn't give preference because of our social statuses, how much money we do or don't have in the bank, our family name, none of that stuff. I shared with you all that I'm a nurse, and during my eight years of working in the hospital, I've seen a lot of sickness. Some of the patients I cared for, I saw often because of the progression of their disease. Uh, Others came to me in emergency situations, and some were fortunate to still be alive, and then there were others that I watched leave this world. Maybe you find yourself in one of these situations, or you know someone that is. You have a family member or a friend. Uh, And what I want to encourage you with are some interactions that Jesus had with people who had sickness as well. I can't say he works the same in every situation or that your healing or my healing are always here on earth. But what I do know is what scripture tells us about a few recorded times of what I call patient interactions. So our first patient interaction is in Matthew 8 verses 1 through 3. We read, when Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. I also want to read this interaction from Luke's perspective. So if we flip over a few books to Luke 5, verses 12 through 13, we see that it says, While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Both of these gospels tell the same story. But much like I've shared that I love the story from another author's description of the event, like what we talked about with the rich ruler in our series, Love Is, I particularly love Luke's description here of this man. Luke tells us this man was covered in leprosy. Well, what is leprosy? Well, in scripture, if you had leprosy, you were pretty much an outcast. Uh, you had to live outside of town and away from everyone else. And Matthew and Luke tell us Jesus was willing, and he touched him, and the effects were immediate. Another patient interaction I want to talk about is found in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Um, I'll list the, the scripture for the story in the show notes so you can compare each writer's description of the event. But in Mark 5, Verses 25 through 34, we find Jesus is on his way to go to someone's house whose daughter is dying. And on the way, we read, starting in verse 25, A woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet, instead of getting better, she got worse. And when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that his power had gone out from him. He turned around the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding around you, his disciples answered, and yet you ask, Who touched me? 
But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing that what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. I just love Mark's description of this woman. And we even do the same things when it comes to sickness. Some of you have suffered a great deal, like this woman. Uh, maybe you've been suffering for years and gone to many doctors, only to have no answers and continue to suffer. Mark's description is important here. And this story resonated with me as a kid, um, and one that I always think about if I'm sick or I'm hurting or I know someone that's sick. I remember as a kid, my mom used to work nights at the hospital, and so my sister and I would stay with my grandparents at night. And I had been playing sports and had hurt my knee somehow, but it was pretty painful to the point I couldn't sleep. And I remember laying in bed praying to God to heal my knee so I could go to sleep. And I remember saying, God, you can just snap your fingers. You can just say it or just think it and I'll be healed. And immediately my knee quit hurting. I jumped out of bed and ran to my grandparents that God had answered my prayer. It made an impression on me, and it's something that I still pray for others, even to this day, when they're going through pain or sickness. The last patient interaction I want to share with you from Scripture is a story about a group of friends that helped a man get to Jesus. In Luke 5, 17-20 and 25-26, we read, One day Jesus was teaching, and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had gone from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men, carrying a paralyzed man on a mat, tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. Then in verse 25 it says, Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, and went home, praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. I don't know if you've ever tried to move someone that can't really support their own weight, but it is very difficult. Again, this story is found in other gospel books, and I'm going to, again, include those in the show notes for you to compare. But Mark tells us that he had four friends trying to get him to Jesus. They go to where Jesus is and can't get in. Places packed out, overflowing with people. But the four friends, they didn't give up at the first barrier to get to Jesus. They managed to think of a different way by getting on the roof which again was probably not an easy task since he's paralyzed and can't support his weight. They get to the roof and then what? Mark says they had to dig through the roof because in those times it was generally packed with clay. Again, not a quick task, but it took some sweat and some work to get their friend to Jesus. And they lower him down to Jesus. Jesus tells them his sins are forgiven and immediately he was healed and up on his feet walking. So what are some takeaways for us and what we're going through? Uh, to be immediately healed. Now, I can't answer that for you. I know there are people dying every day, uh, but I know that Jesus has the authority to heal them. I know that these people and the friends surrounding them had great faith. But can I just encourage you with something else? In the midst of certain death, a fire seven times hotter than usual, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were determined to not give up on God. And their attitude was, even if. Even if God doesn't show up and deliver us from this fire, they would not worship anything else or deny God. Can we say that? No matter if God heals us, if he heals you, your loved one, your friend, whoever it is, that you won't give up on God. I know I felt this way when my grandfather died of cancer back in 2014. I was not in a good place spiritually. I was angry. 
I just gotten divorced. I was upset. My grandfather was suffering from cancer and watched him not be able to eat and eventually lose the ability to walk on his own. I thank God now, though, on the other side of that, that I will see my grandfather again one day because of the relationship with Jesus. And that even though he wasn't healed here on earth, he's in a far better spot with Jesus. Be determined like these friends were, like the people that witnessed the miracle, to give praise back to God for what he's done. Whether you're healed or whether you will continue to suffer in your disease. Uh, he's got a plan, even if we can't see it, even if it's hard and painful. If not for you, can you help someone else in their pain and suffering to love them, to point them back to Jesus? Because remember, it's not about me. Thanks for joining us today, talking about faith during sickness. Um, it's okay to be unsure what's going on in your body or, or uh, with your family member, but we just can't let our minds sit in that because it can become so consuming. And oftentimes we feel alone in our sickness and in our struggles. And the truth is you're not alone. Uh, open up to your friends, uh, some people about what's going on so they can stand beside you, pray for you, uh, and carry you just like the four friends from our reading today. If you like today's episode and know that it can encourage someone, like it, comment on it, share it. You guys know what to do. You can find us on Instagram or you can shoot us an email to notaboutmepodcast at gmail.com because we'd love to hear what God is doing in your life. Remember, all the links are in the in the show notes for the email and all the scripture references are in the show notes as well. Uh, next week, I have something for you guys. I'm going to have a friend on that's going to be sharing their journey through sickness with you. Uh, and what God showed them during that time. So you don't want to miss it. So tune in next week right here on the Not About Me podcast.